Enterprise Management 360, your main source for tech news, analysis, podcasts, and videos for the enterprise. Hello, my name is Bob Tarzi, a freelance IT industry analyst, and I will be moderating this EM360 podcast looking at secure remote working practices. The need to adapt corporate IT systems to support more flexible working is not new. The acronym BYOD, short for employees bringing their own devices into the workplace, was first used as early as 2004. The broader term, consumerization of IT, that encapsulates the ability of employees to subscribe to cloud services and use them for work purposes is just as old. The response of businesses to these trends over the last two decades has been on a spectrum from highly supportive, as much flexibility as possible, please, to highly conservative. The risks are just too great. These risks that have held many businesses back range from the loss of control over what employees are doing and who they are interacting with to the danger of corporate and controlled personal data getting into the wrong hands. Until 2020, the level of risk a business was prepared to take to support flexible working was, to some extent, a matter of choice. Then everything changed. The emergence of the SARS-CoV-2 virus, the highly infectious and sometimes deadly virus that causes COVID-19 disease in humans, led many governments to mandate home working for all employees where it was reasonably possible. The imposed lockdowns as a result of this have not been negative experience for all. As restrictions are slowly lifted, even the most conservative businesses have recognised some of the benefits of home working for both employees and employers. And anyway, like it or not, all must be prepared for a second wave of COVID-19 or something worse in the future. Fortunately, the starting point for the technology to support safe home and remote working practices was not early 2020, but many years before, as the IT industry sought to prove it could support flexible but secure remote working practices. To guide us through some of the challenges related to remote working and the technology options to support it, I'm pleased to be joined by Kausik Guraswamy, the Chief Technology Officer at Menlo Security. Hi, Kausik. Can you tell us a bit more about Menlo Security and your role at the company? Thanks, Bob, for having me here on the show. So I'm Kausik. I'm Chief Technology Officer with Menlo Security. We've been in business for about seven years now, and we have customers like American Express, Chief Morgan Chase, HSBC, who are not just customers, but are also investors in the company. We have very, very large-scale cloud proxy deployments in eight out of the 10 banks around the world four out of the five credit card companies, along with various government, critical infrastructure, hospitality, healthcare, and so on and so forth. You know, we've been in business for a while, primarily targeting sort of the biggest of the biggest, if you will, organizations across multiple verticals, helping solve their cybersecurity problems. You mentioned their cloud proxy deployments. Can you just very briefly explain what that means? Yeah, very simply, when you go to the internet with your browser, bad things happen. And you've heard things like ransomware and malware and phishing and all of that stuff. So what we do is we have a way of essentially having you go through us in the cloud before you hit the internet. And in that process, we're able to effectively create a virtual air gap 
simplest way to describe what we do is imagine going to the store, getting a Chromebook, you come home, and then you go to your favorite website, BBC, CNN, whatever, and then you toss that Chromebook into the trash can, and then you do it all over again. It gets pretty expensive pretty quickly, uh, but you can be rest assured that you will never be infected with malware because you're constantly using a new browser, which is similar to what happens under the hood inside Menlo, where every time you visit a different site through a proxy, we're effectively giving you a new browser in the cloud and making sure that you never come in contact with the original website, and therefore you could never be infected. So just to, to, to be clear, you, you use the concept of throwing the uh, iPad away. What you really mean there is by going through the Menlo proxy, it's like a fresh working experience with the web browser every time, regardless of the device you use. Is that, is that? Well put, yeah, exactly right. You mentioned some of the risks there that are threatened businesses. And, and of course, to some who've been forced into homework and controlling these will be a new problem for them to overcome. Uh, you talked about malware and phishing attacks and those sort of things. What are the main ones that you've helped your existing customers overcome that you can help customers new to this problem of homeworking to face up to? In terms of the risk from homeworking, there's a few different angles to it. Some solved by technology and some not. The first one I'd say is, you know, when, when the lockdown first happened, people started posting pictures of their home workplace on Instagram with the hashtag WFH, work from home stories and that was a compliance and regulation nightmare because I think people follow a certain etiquette when you go into the office right you dress in a certain way you behave in a certain way and at home you've got stuff lying everywhere post-it notes with passwords stuck on the screen you've got legal contracts lying around and people taking picture of those and posting it that was a problem and that's not really a technology problem it's more about people just feeling more comfortable and sort of dropping their guards a little bit there's a few other issues as it relates to technology and info security. The first one is if you look at the large enterprises, imagine there's a hub in the middle, which is their corporation with their data center with full of security appliances that are ready to inspect various things. Normally, the enterprises had spec'd out for about 5% remote workforce. And during this lockdown, that's completely flipped over. Now, majority are working from home and everybody coming back into the VPN and then going out to the internet has caused some major congestion problems, user experience problems. I've been on a webinar, and the first thing the moderator would say is, oh, make sure the VPN is off. I'm pretty sure you've probably seen that as well. And so what the organizations are doing is telling the remote workers, just don't VPN in to just visit the internet. If you have sensitive information that you need to ask from the corporate, only then VPN. But the moment they do that, it's called the split tunnel, then all of a sudden they're now exposed a lot more because they're going to the internet directly without any of the corporate protection. And then what that also results in, in you know, is really loss of visibility and control. Large organizations tend to have things like DLP or data leak protection. It's to basically make sure that the employees are not uploading confidential information up to random websites and so on and so forth by accident or revealing credit card information or other sensitive information. And so they have a lot of security measures in place in the form of security appliances. And by connecting to the internet directly, you are sort of circumventing or bypassing a lot of those things. So those are sort of the increased risks, if you will, from people that are working from home. Okay, so let's just make sure I've understood that exactly. So when I VPN into the employer, then I'm directly accessing the network, and that's a secure as far as the employer is concerned. But because of this huge increase in home working, the VPNs 
that are in place can't support that. So employees are encouraged to use this alternative route via the internet. And if they are a customer of Menlo Securities, then because you use these internet proxies, then you can make sure that general internet way of accessing the network is as secure as going through a VPN. Is that that about it? Uh, Yeah. So just ignore Menlo for a second, right? So there's you VPN into the corporate, you have a bunch of security protection in place that inspect and make sure that you're safe before you go and access some website like BBC. If you take out the VPN, then you're connecting through your service provider from home directly to BBC with none of your corporate protections in place. And that's the risk. Now, what Menlo does with our global proxy is we sit between you and the internet, no matter where you are, whether you're VPNed in or not, or eventually, you know, as, as the lockdowns relax and you go sit in a cafe and work, it doesn't really matter where you are or what device you're using, we're always acting as that insulation layer between you and the internet, thereby reducing the risk. So you can control what applications users are able to access and what they do when they're using those applications. So we... You know, mentioned in the, in the, in the introduction, the, the use of SaaS applications. Mm-hmm. So even when it's general internet access, you can start to just impose corporate rules around the use of those. Is that right? Correct. So typically, if you think about what a proxy offers organizations beyond visibility and control, it's sort of three buckets of capabilities. The first one is called acceptable use policy, enforcing those. And these tend to be less security or info security focused. They're more on compliance and governance, so you can enforce that employees can't gamble or or go and watch some you know videos or Netflix or productivity loss type of applications during work hours. And then the second one, the proxies protect against is inbound threats. So these are malware and phishing and ransomware type of attacks that are coming from the internet to the employee. And then the third bucket of capabilities that a proxy provides is outbound controls, where If an employee accidentally uploads a file containing sensitive information, you want the proxy to basically kind of flag that and stop the user from doing that and thereby protecting the user as well as the organization. And so really the Menlo Global Proxy provides those types of capabilities but does it in the cloud so that no matter where you are or what application you're accessing, whether it's just a news website or a SaaS application like a file sharing application, Menlo can basically provide those types of protection. There are two ways of enabling home working when it comes to devices. One is to give the employee a device that's pre-configured. The device itself is to some extent locked down. The second way, which we, we touched on earlier, is that they can use their own device and use that to go and over their own router, obviously, it would be the same in both cases, to access the um, corporate services via perhaps a proxy like Menlo's. How does the employee change that at the end of the day when they want to do whatever they choose to do? Maybe they do want to go on gambling websites. Maybe they do want to stream the BBC uh, or Netflix or whatever. So what's a different thing they do during their working day and what they do during their personal time? Well, so I think those boundaries have significantly blurred, I'd say, in the last few weeks of the lockdown and stay in shelter. I've had examples of jumping on a Zoom call, for example, and the the panelists couldn't get their Zoom working on their corporate laptop, so he borrowed his daughter's iPad. And in the same vein, because our VP of people put it right, where she said, it's not like people are working from home, they're stuck at home in the middle of a crisis and trying to get some work done. And so because of that, anything goes these days, right? So I've had both sort of scenarios where, as I just talked about, somebody using their 
personal device to access corporate applications. The flip is also true. There's maybe only one corporate computer and the kids want to watch a show or do some online learning. And so the corporate laptop now gets repurposed into the family entertainment device. And after watching all of those things, they are now the same laptop is now being used to access corporate applications. So the lines are getting really, really blurry. And that is an info security nightmare because unless you have stringent controls into who can go where and all those visibility and controls in place, this can cause a lot of different issues. So are there measures you can put in place to help control that? Or is that just something we must accept as the the chaos that has been caused by these lockdowns? Or, you know, because going into the future, when we come on to this, it's quite possible that some of these working practices will remain because they have benefits or because there will be second peaks of this virus. So how much control can you give back to corporates that they may feel they're losing? I think the big challenge with the large organization is the centralization of their security in the form of hardware appliances that are sitting in their on-premises data center. That's what people have historically relied on. With the move to the cloud, the work-from-home culture, and using any device from anywhere, I think it requires a bit of rethinking, and Menlo is sort of in the forefront of that, basically saying, look, if you move all of those appliances from a data center and you make this a cloud service, then it matters less whether you're VPNed in, you're not VPNed in, you're using your own device, you're using somebody else's device, you're accessing a SaaS application versus an internet or news, a blog. It doesn't really matter because you're getting that consistent protection, visibility, and control no matter what. And so really for organizations, and this is something that we're seeing across our customers as well as you know the industry, the move to the cloud has always been you know, sort of the holy grail, if you will, and people have been slowly, you know, inching towards that. And the lockdown has significantly accelerated, partly because people don't have any choice. They realize that's the future and it's here now and they have to go. So just to be clear and and, and, and perhaps go back a little bit, when you've got this mixed working environment, perhaps a corporate device that an employee is allowing another member of the family to use outside of working hours because they're all locked up at home and whatever. You can distinguish between those two activities and apply flexible controls. Sometimes it's based on hours. And the other way of saying it, depending on how strict the enterprise policy is, that corporate laptop may not be used. You know, you cannot use it to do gambling or watch some personal videos, right? It just It's going to basically block you from accessing that. That's if the enterprise policy dictates that. I want to step back and sort of talk about enterprise security in general. Historically, cybersecurity is about maybe two decades old. And the entire time, regardless of what product you choose, the product effectively tried to detect or figure out whether something is good or bad and gave the enterprise organizations just two levers. You could either allow the user to go access the website, download the file, etc., or you can block them. Either way, it's been a big problem because if you allow access to the user, you run the risk of getting breached or the user getting infected. If you block the user, the IT becomes you know, sort of a bad organization and everybody gets to blame IT and saying, hey, you're not letting me do my job. So the crux has been that these are the only two levers. And if you, again, think about what the purpose of security in an organization is to really sort of balance that risk for the enterprise and the productivity of the employee. That's what security devices are supposed to do. But that hasn't happened, right? You're constantly compromising one or the other. And so the beauty of 
a cloud proxy and we talked about this isolation or this Chromebook analogy, the beauty of that is we no longer have to make that compromise between perfect security and user productivity because there's no detection. We just assume everything is bad all the time. And so you never have to make a decision to allow or block. You're now offering a third lever to enterprises, which is a safe allow. And that is a huge game changer. There's an interesting parallel there with the, uh, the world we're living in at the moment. You assume it's hostile and lock us down as human beings to protect us from the virus. But in effect, you're doing that in IT in a much more positive way. You're um, locking down the users and assuming they're always in a hostile environment. So um, that, that makes sense. The buzzword or, or, the, or the terminology that people use is called zero trust. It means as you don't trust the internet. You'd never make an assumption that something might be good so you can allow the user or something may be bad so you block the user. Instead, you just assume everything is bad, but by creating this air gap in the cloud, you make sure that the user can still visit those websites and do their meaningful work or be entertained or whatever, but without the risk. Okay, so let's go on to the products and services that Menlo Security has to help uh, improve the performance and security of remote and home working. If you could just briefly outline those for us, Kaisu. Yeah, so the products that Menlo Security has, I mean, is really around this global proxy platform, right? So we are deployed all around the world. And because it's a SaaS offering, there's nothing to install or really download anything. As enterprises come on board, the only thing that we need to do is enable them to connect to us and through us before they reach the internet. And that said, there's really sort of two main areas that we help solve customers' problem. So the first one is really around the web. So when I say web, this is the browsing. Like when you go to the different parts of the internet, when you try to download some files, some view some files, and so on and so forth, this web proxy helps customers provide the visibility and control, but at the same time, as I talked about, it creates that safe allow. The second product that we have that's part of the same platform is we also have an email product. So if you think about the problems as it pertains to email, the number one thing that comes to people's mind is around phishing. And what we've done is we've really sort of taken this concept of this air gap, the Chromebook analogy, the isolation, and applied that to phishing so that when you click on a link, we're able to now open that in our platform and give you that safe experience so you cannot be phished. And so those are sort of the two main product lines, the web and email, but they're really part of that broader platform that we have. Okay, thanks. So that's your product. So it's often been said that this crisis has been a good one for the tech industry. Has it been a good one for Menlo Security? Has there been an increase in business for you that can only be explained by the COVID-19 outbreak? I think there's four broad trends that have significantly accelerated in the last few weeks. So the first one is, as I mentioned, many organizations were sort of tippy-toeing into this whole cloud thing, and now they're forced to sort of go 100% cloud. And it used to be the case that you could only use sanctioned devices or trusted devices. And that's gone from that to it doesn't really matter. Just use anything as long as you can get some work done. There used to be a notion of fence perimeters. And now there's no perimeter. What does that even mean? And the last one is actually pretty critical. For the longest time, enterprises have always favored security over user experience, meaning they would do whatever is required to protect the organization even if that was an incredible inconvenience for the employees. And now that's flipped around, right? Because people are saying, look, user experience comes first and foremost. 
And so we're willing to sort of step back a little bit in terms of security, and we covered a number of examples. So given those sort of four broad trends, Menlo in some ways is perfectly poised to help organizations. And so, yeah, you know, the combination of VPN split tunnel, the VPN overload, the loss of control and visibility, using corporate devices for non-corporate, non-work-related things. So there's a number of different use cases where uh, Menlo is definitely seeing sort of an uptick in terms of both interests as well as existing customers expanding to solve the, the remote worker or the home worker use case. Okay, well, thanks for that. Those trends are certainly uh, interesting. And um, I think what is clear that Menlo is able to provide is that layer on top of the internet, which, to be frank, has performed really well during this crisis in general terms. And that's helped us all get through this challenge of working from home. So thanks to Kausik Guraswamy of Menlo Security for providing these insights into secure remote working practices. And thank you for listening to this EM360 podcast. You've been listening to the EM360 podcast. For more great content, head on over to em360tech.com. 